Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with my rotten soldier How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I feel like I'm going to incorporate the intro I gave you last week, but in like fragments moving forward. Hopefully I remember to do that. There's, there, <laughs> there's plenty of times that I'm like, you know what? That was really good for the pod. I'm going to continue doing that. And I just completely forget by the time we do the next episode. So, I'm with you, man. I have so, short two memories. So yeah, I, yeah. me and you had a really good conversation last week before the pod about like, well, we could do this and that. And we, and we both showed up today. Like what, what was it? And we had to sit here for five <laughs> minutes trying to remember what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> there's like uh, a i follow like a podcast where um one of the guys says that he like he like he likes to think that he has really good ideas when he's high and then um he'll like record them he'll do like voice recording when he's high mm-hmm. about all these podcast ideas and then he comes back because these are just awful <laughs> <laughs> it's like how everyone thinks they could go on like shark tank or whatever <laughs> with a new invention and then exactly. this, is, this is totally trash <laughs> hey we can re repackage ketchup <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, fine. We, we can put it in boxes Mar- mark uh, cuban's like oh well, right. <laughs> people in texas would like that I think uh, I think Luca like that. <laughs> he does everything for Luca. He's like, hey, you know, Luca, would you like repackage ketchup? And he's like, <laughs> uh, that, that was a preview to NBA Rivals form right there. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, you're, you're more important. <laughs> it was like an awkward first date. Uh, <laughs> dude, dude, this is my first conversation of the day. So uh, same, man. I'm like still waking up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, you you go ahead. You got something. I wasn't. No, say. I was I was just gonna go into the podcast. But if you want to stall, I am down to stall. You know, no, Jake, no, no. Jake says these podcasts have to be like forty five minutes. <laughs> so if you if you need a stall, go ahead and do it. Uh, looking at the time, looking for my watch. Nah, I I can't stall. Okay, all right, all right. So ESPN had some predict has some predictions about how the Clippers are gonna do the next season. Uh huh. And I've noticed Clippers Twitter is kind of like, huh? <laughs> so I'm just going to run through basically some stuff. They said that we're going to come fifth in the conference. They said that we're, we had the second, we're the second most likely team from the Western conference to, to get through the West. And we're the second most likely team to win an NBA championship, which means they're basically saying the Warriors and the Clippers are better than the Eastern else. Conference, yeah. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? Do you think they're wrong? Do you think they're somewhat accurate? I don't see the placing being as low as fifth, but I don't mind it. Um, if that's if that's due just to excessive resting of our star players, I, I do think that we're still good enough, uh, and we're still we have a lot of depth. Um, even when we're resting our guys to be probably like a top three, honestly, top three, top four. I don't mm-hmm. see five. Um, as for being the top two, I, I get it. I understand it's the Warriors. They just won a championship. So you want to give them the best, you know, yeah. you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I don't, I don't see, I just, I, I just don't see the Warriors 
winning a championship again. I, I guarantee you, if the Clippers win a championship, the next season they're not going to be picked to be the favorites to win it again. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> I guarantee believe it. You. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I could, I'm going to have. This might come across as very spicy to Clipper Nation. Okay. If I was working for ESPN and I have to objectively look at all the teams, I would factor in load management and the injuries that the Clippers tend to always get when factoring in when they should be in the conference standings. So I saw an over and under. I don't think this is ESPN's over and under, but I saw an over and under. Mm -hmm. For 51 and a half wins. So before I move on, what would you take the over on 51 and a half wins if you're a betting person? Yeah, I take it. I'll take I, I would take the over too, right? It's 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 more likely that they're gonna go over. Mm -hmm. But this is coming across as spicy. Let's say Kawhi and Paul George only play 50 games together. This is not them resting, this is just 50 games together. And let's just say they go 35 and 15, which I think is a really good record to go 35 and 15 in 50 games with Kawhi and Paul George on the court together. That means they, they, you know, if there's an off night, that's 15 games of off night slash uh, just playing really good teams because there's the NBA is loaded. Let's just say they go 35 and 15. In the other 32 games, then they would have to win like 17 games and go basically 17 and 15 which is doable but in those games it's either paul george by themselves or it's Kawhi by themselves or it's without either one of them so i would I, i'm not saying that this is what would happen because i do think they're going to do better than the numbers i'm giving but if i had to objectively look into the clipper season it's it could easily happen that way where you know they have above 500 when it's just one of them on the court and then they'd play really good with just two of them on the court but the thing is like everyone's predicting that they're going to do 50 to 60 games and of load management and some of those games are going to be without the other person like they're not going to do back-to-backs so the way i look at it is like let's just say they play 50 games together and that's being optimistic that there's no injuries I, I could see why ESPN would say they're they're a fifth place team. Yeah, I personally think they need to be higher than that to make a run in the playoffs, so they have home court advantage. And you know, people say like home court advantage is not a thing, and for the Clippers, it really is. Like unless we're playing the Lakers, maybe in one of those rounds, I really think home court advantage does matter for the Clippers. What do you think needs to happen outside of like let's see? I guess maybe the answer is probably injuries. But uh, for them to fall under fifth. And taking health out of the equation? Yeah. Uh, it would be if Kawhi is on a minutes restriction and he needs to ramp up and we don't take advantage of the first half. Of the now, I don't know what the schedule is going to look like in the first half of the season. But if we're if, if everybody's on like a minutes restriction at the beginning of the season or – Maybe there's, you know, we just, for whatever reason, we can't beat the Warriors. And that's just, that's four losses right there. You know, for whatever reason. You know, I'm not saying, like, that's the case. But there's always one or two teams that just give your team a tough time in the regular season. Yeah. And 
we're it's a loaded West. Yeah, Denver's coming back healthy. Luca's always an issue. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are fine. You know, the Warriors are good. Like the Timberwolves just got a lot bigger. We'll see. I think they're going to be a really good regular season team. We'll see if it pans out in the playoffs. And uh, the Blazers are suppo- are a little better, you know. And the Lakers, if they can stay healthy, they're a playoff team. I I, I honestly feel that way. It's going to be tough to go out there every night and play your best basketball. Mm-hmm. So, I could see why some objective ESPN now, us Clipper fans we think well well we already had basically our rest year we're gonna come out swinging and try to get a top three seed but yeah I don't know I I, I could see where where ESPN is coming from and, and credit and also ESPN's also you know like yeah they might get the fifth seed but they're also the second most likely team to win the championship so yeah yeah I see what you're saying very valid points. Um, Suns didn't really make a lot of moves, huh? In this offseason, they just I think they're they were... trying to get Kevin Durant, and then they just <laughs> then, then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you feel going to like if you're the, if you were the organization and like you did not make any improvements and you got destroyed by Luca, who desperately needs another star? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to the organization, you're going to a new season with the same roster. They got fucked up. <laughs> uh, they, they, if I'm okay, if I'm the Suns, they're probably thinking, well, we made it with this roster the year before. But keep in mind, like every team they played had an injury of some sort. I'm pretty sure that they played basically a healthy Mavericks team and got destroyed. And keep in mind, that wasn't, even, that wasn't a full healthy Mavericks team either. Mm-hmm. Like Hardaway wasn't playing and stuff like that. Mavs, uh, the Mavs next year are just basically going to only have Luca unless they add a piece at the trade deadline. So I feel like they're going to be kind of on that sixth, seventh thing, but they're still yeah. a dangerous team. Yeah. And if Phoenix has like another like really good regular season and then they have to play the Mavs like in the first round, mm-hmm. even without Jalen Brunson, they're, they're, they're that's going to be like a seven game series. <laughs> all right, all right. And, I have a question. And that has to scare the Suns. I have a question. Okay. You're going into the playoffs, your first game. Well, the first opponent in the first round, who would you rather have? Okay. Lakers or Mavericks? If I'm the Clippers? If you're the Clippers. Bring me the Mavericks. Well, okay. Now, why is that? Is that because of the fan base or? I don't need for my mental health to play the <laughs> Lakers in the playoffs. I'd rather deal with Luca trying to do it on his own than LeBron trying to pretend like this is the moment he's been playing for his whole his whole career. Like, no, it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't need the, a- the, the Clippers, even if they have the higher seed, are probably not going to have the home court advantage the entire series. So, like, if you think about it, at least the Clippers get to go home for four games. I'm assuming they have the higher seed in this scenario. Yes. If they play the Lakers, they're not going to have the higher seed. It, it's just not going to feel that way. Yeah. Now, if the Clippers have one playoff series against the Lakers and they win it, 
the 17 rings argument goes in the fucking toilet. Because in high leverage playoff basketball, the Clippers will have the one win against the Lakers. I, I guess I should have phrased it like this. What meme would you not want trending more? Is it a kid from Akron, like kind of meme or like a um, Luka oh, Doncic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need the kid from Akron. Uh, Akron fucking meme. No, I don't need that. No, like, see, like I'm beginning to cuss because it's like I get really, fu- <laughs> I get really frustrated with, like, yeah, like when for whatever reason, there's nothing more toxic than NBA playoff basketball. Yeah, I agree. A player could be playing, could be having the career year, and then all of a sudden he like uh, misses a shot in the final second of a game, and he's considered uh, worse than any player in the history of basketball. And it's it's so toxic, and it gets even more toxic with toxic fan bases. And yeah, I don't need that. It's it's a toxicity, man. But sometimes I love it. I love it. I'm loving it from looking at it from outside. Yeah, you like, know, I- like. Us last year, uh, this last pl- playoffs, this last postseason, yeah. we're not in it, and we're just watching Luca and Devin Booker <laughs> go at it from a distance. It, yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> I was also thinking uh, Trey Young and the New York Knicks. Oh yeah. my goodness! <laughs> yeah, like from an NBA fan's perspective, it's 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 great, but from a when your team's in it, it's 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 rough. Who would I you mean, rather? Who would you rather play? I don't know, man. Honestly, it's really close because Luca. Last couple times we played him in the first round, it just hurts, dude. Like he always just has that thing where he just pops off, and like there's always a possibility that he could upset the Clippers, the, the, uh, and the, it scares the, the shit out of me. Honestly, um, the, there's a, there's no other place in the world where Luca plays better than a noon game at the Crypto.com <laughs> Arena on a Sunday. <laughs> there's nowhere in the world that he plays better. I don't know. I don't know if it's just the water in LA, in LA yeah. that's like giving them the energy. Like, uh, I, I just don't understand it. Like, he just pops off, and it, and it literally pisses me off because like he's just unathletic and he's always <laughs> smiling. And then like before the game, he's always drinking a beer or doing hookah. Like it pisses <laughs> pisses me off. And just like Lakers, it's not the Laker players. It's mainly the Laker fan base that really irritates the. Shit out of me. Yeah, uh, like I don't know if I would be upset. Not all of them, I should say. Yeah, I don't know if I would be upset that if, like, LeBron beat the Clippers. But I would be upset LeBron in a Laker jersey. Yeah, Clippers, exactly. Yeah. Right? Uh, Russell Westbrook beat the Clippers. You know, Anthony Davis, who's on crutches, beat the Clippers. <laughs> I, I think that would be extremely frustrating. and And we would never hear the end of it. Like, we just wouldn't have a leg to stand on. It would be we lost a playoff series against the Lakers and the 17 rings argument, which, you know, we could get into how BS that, that is too. I Yeah, to be honest, I'd rather just avoid the Lakers situation and just have us win our championship peacefully by beating these other Western Conference teams. Uh, yeah. I will say this. I'm sorry for hijacking the, the podcast with this hypothetical, but I will say this. I want so desperately for fully healthy Clippers to play a fully healthy Phoenix Suns and us just fucking obliterate them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sweep. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be a sweep. It would be right before game four happens, 
uh, Adam Silver gives a call and he's like, hey, mercy roll. We're just not even going to play this game tonight. <laughs> you know, um, I don't even know. Is it the talking point arena or something like that in a Phoenix or whatever? I think that's what it's called. That's he's like, hey, we'll, we'll, we're going to give you your money back on the tickets you sold <laughs> and all that. <laughs> but we're just not going to play this game. You know, we, we like there's only so many times we can see Devin Booker cry with his mouth wide open. And <laughs> <laughs> like, Silver, it's enough is enough. We can't do it anymore. Clippers got this locked up. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> and all we're going to hear afterwards is how the they had some covid uh, diagnosis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, um, it, it would be the most Clippers thing in history if Chris Paul found a way to give the Clippers COVID and we had to miss like half our team going into like the Western Conference Finals or something. He he should go down after the most hated clip, like become the most hated Clipper if he ever does that. Yeah, he he probably is. I can't think of another Clipper that's more hated than Chris Paul. I yeah, I absolutely agree with you, but I feel like there's some people that still like him, and I don't understand why. Um, yeah, well, they the, the, they they call themselves like you know, I just like hoops. It's like all right, just, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're not. Uh, you like a guy who like stands underneath your shooting. <laughs> yeah, you you like a guy that's uh like hunches over your kneecap when you shoot a shot. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> like uh, like I'm pretty sure there's other one like Elton Brand historically you know and i'm not counting owners. obviously it's probably donald sterling right but we're not counting owners we're we're counting players Mm -hmm. players who played for the franchise and are are the most hated by the franchise if you're listening to this pod i want you to i want you to respond and ask and see who really is the most hated clipper of all time i personally do think it's chris paul and it's funny because he left on good terms you did, and then yeah. and then and then like his first game back in LA, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna find a secret, secret tunnel and beat the shit out. So <laughs> it's like, well, all right, all, all that good, all those good spirits went away, man. Like, all right. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna show up and just be a total piece of shit. <laughs> like, like, the shortest dude is trying to fight somebody. It's 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 classic uh Napoleon, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, it is. Let me see here. I who, actually, who was he trying to fight? Who was he trying to get a fight with? Was it Blake Griffin? It might have been Blake or, or Wesley Matt Johnson. Maybe it was Pat Bev. Oh yeah, Matt it Barnes was, was there, right? Matt Barnes, we, we no, we Matt Barnes was already gone. Uh, okay, who, who would you have in that fight though? Pat Bev or CP3? I got Pat Bev, dude. I just no, Pat Bev would <laughs> one, one swing, and Chris Paul is on the ground. Just, just like motionless. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a fight we're gonna see like ten years later on like Jake Paul's like uh, fight. Or, or, or Chris Paul gets hit in the face, like gets slapped in the face once, and he gets all teary eyed, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's just like crying, and, like <laughs> time out, time out. Uh, <laughs> that, that, I wasn't ready for that, man. <laughs> Where's your fucking tape farm now? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry for hijacking the hypotheticals, but uh, oh, no, you're good. I'm just curious. I was gonna Damo asked us on Twitter actually, and I thought I'd just throw this in there right now. Okay. Unless are we done with our most hated clipper conversation? No, no, but I think it's something we should return later on. Okay. Maybe possibly on the Patreon. Oh all right. Uh 
He asked, with all the teams bringing back or revealing new jerseys with other colors, would you like the Clippers to do so? He said, for me, I'd welcome the Sonic colors or the Tennessee Titans colors. Now, I can see the Sonics relationship with Steve Ballmer being a Seattle person. and then, But I feel like this, like Seattle people would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, especially if there's going to be a Seattle team in the future. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the Tennessee Titans color scheme. I mean, it's pretty good. I like them. It, it's um, like that light blue, navy, red combo. Yeah. And it's like, nice. we we technically have used all those colors at some point. You remember when the Clippers had like those Los Angeles Stars jerseys? And um, there was that one point uh, where we had like the t shirt jerseys and they were light blue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I could I could see the the Clippers like reintroducing like that as like a cool alternate jersey. Probably, I I I honestly think like Balmer and Kawhi love the black, so I don't think we're ever gonna get away from that. But I think if we had like a connect a stronger connection to the Sonics, I'd be more I'd be more down for the Sonic colors. But because we don't uh i lean more towards like something like the titans um but like i guess like the question i have now is like is there a rule like as to what colors you can use or can you just use whatever the you want i I feel you use whatever the hell you want but i feel like a lot of these jerseys that uh some teams are using have like some kind of historical reason why they're using like the pistons using the teal uh the Memphis Grizzlies going back to those like mint teal colors. Um, the Lakers having like a white, blue, and yellow UCLA looking jersey. Like that, that's I feel, actually. I, I feel like there's a lot of historical reasons why a lot of these teams are doing this. Yeah. Um, those are really good points. Now that you brought up the whole historical, this is a new, basically, a new chapter for basically a long for what the. Clippers are going to be at for a long time, you know, with the Intuit Dome. So if they wanted to rebrand with the Sonics, Sonics okay. colors, but not, Sonic. but not, uh, but not the Sonic Sonics, right? Yeah, yeah, Sonics colors, but not the Sonic Sonics. Yeah. Um, what, what if? I, okay, let, let's change it. What if they change their name? Well, I was gonna say, like, would you welcome a new name? I, I, I used to say yes, but at this point, I'm kind of considering that they should just stay with the Clippers. What about the logo? The logo they change it. Do they, like, oh yeah, they need to change it? that logo. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that needs to be priority for like like Kawhi's contract extension. Second, changing the logo first. <laughs> I think that, that that's that's where we're at. Um, um, I don't hate the logo as much as I used to, but it's still not good. Do we do we do? Would you want to incorporate like an actual clipper ship in the logo? We can, but to be honest, I also thought about like. Like they could just put some sales on that, like in the logo, or or just do something like super LA. Like I don't know, like whatever they decide to do, just make it look good. I I think I'll be okay with it. What about you? I for the logo, I don't know. I, the reason why I brought that up is because I was just thinking, like, man, I'd be so sick. If we have that Microsoft clip. <laughs> oh, the Microsoft clip, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's just like joking around um 
I I honestly like the old logos that we had for the San Diego San Diego Clippers that incorporated, you know, things about the ship. Um, I felt it was unique, uh, and it looked nice. Um, so I'm all for it. I'm all for like putting in, I'm revamping, changing changing the logo. Uh, logo is trash, honestly. I, I hate it so much. Wait, um, would you change the name though? The, the name? No, I'm invested in the name now. Um, because of the fact that it's like, I don't know, the name I feel like it's associated with the Clipper curse. Mm-hmm. Well, what's well, in the name already, but um, it just makes that first championship so much more sweeter, right? Yeah, I agree. And I'll throw this out there to you in terms of colors. I'm not against using original Clippers colors and then finding a variation of those colors to change it up. Like, for example, like, the San Diego and the Braves were orange. So what if we came out with a jersey that was like burnt orange, like you know, mm-hmm. the University of Texas kind of color? If- and and then like uh instead of blue, we use navy. Instead of red, we use maroon or cardinal or like a different, like a burgundy color. Like, I don't know. No, I don't. I'm open to the idea of having different colors, but I would say like, I feel like we're going heavy black. And if we are, can we draw some inspiration from like the Falcons or like, uh, cause it has like red and black in there or the Carolina Panthers. Cause they have some pretty nice colors too. With the light yeah. blue and black too. So like uh, if we're going to go black, I feel like it has to look like there has to still be a hint of another color. So it just doesn't look like the nets and the, and the Spurs. I'm absolutely with you on that one. Like, there has to be another, like, color in there, I feel like. Um, but, yeah. Um, I just want the team to look unique. I think that's where I'm at. Like, I don't want them to look cool and, like, oh, well, we think these uniforms will sell, but I, I just want them to look unique. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to look like the rest of the NBA. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Um we want to make our own place in this organization, uh, make our own mark. Uh, we don't want to be known as the Lakers little brother. We want to be our own entity and getting our own stadium is doing that. And why not do a rebrand along with that? We were kind of talking about this last night while we we're playing video games. How would you feel if Steve Ballmer brought a WNBA team to the Intuit Dome? I think we've talked about oh. this once before, like on the pod, but like, you know, for new listeners, <clears throat> would you follow the WNBA a little bit more if Steve Ballmer owned a team? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to like follow the WNBA because of the fact the Sparks are so closely associated with the uh, Lakers. Um, and then I just don't really have enough interest. I'm not saying anything bad about the WNBA, but I just don't have any interest in it for me to follow a team outside of L.A., so if Steve Ballmer decides to bring in uh, bring in a team or start a team in the women's in the women's NBA division, yeah, definitely I'll follow them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's my rule. Like it has to be non-Sparks related Southern Cal team mm-hmm. or a Steve Ballmer owned team. I would. I don't think this is going to happen. Would you root for the Sparks? If Steve Ballmer bought the Sparks, like that's a tricky question there. Uh, I'm pretty sure he rebrand if he did. 
yeah like maybe it's still the la sparks but the colors are different yeah the colors gonna change for you sure know, yeah. yeah there's no way he's gonna have a uh, own that organization and still have like your colors and not like, no, right, right. Um, but like would you would you be like all right i'm interested in the sparks scene now he goes uh he goes gray just dark gray like uh, <laughs> yeah. Macintosh. Like, yeah. Macintosh, like, uh, like 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 those gray <laughs> clipper old... jerseys we had a couple years ago <laughs> he goes like for the gray pc like from the <laughs> 90s like uh he's going for that vibe you know because um, i i thought i thought about it, like I, and then the thing is, is like oh you're sparks fan i probably yeah i'm a sparks fan from when steve Ballmer owned the team like i the, the previous sparks team no <laughs> like, I, <laughs> no uh i'm sorry i just can't do purple and gold it yeah, is just, what it is uh, i can't do it man can't i can't i can't root for the sparks can't root for louisiana state i i, I can't there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of purple and gold out there i can't root for uh if you want to get into our new segment oh yeah let's All uh right. let's do it so so i feel like we've we need to start doing more segments <laughs> so and I and I kind of I used to do a wrestling pod and we had this like little thing where we created rankings based on, you know, just how we feel about certain wrestlers and where they're at. And a lot of and a lot of attributes would go into it. So it would be like, you know, popularity. Are they actually winning matches or uh, do we actually give a shit about them? Stuff like that. I figured we would do the same thing with the Clippers roster. And we're going to do our first off-season rankings. And the way it's going to work is Jesse has a ranking system of 1 through 15, 15 points being the highest. I have a ranking system of 1 through 15, 15 points being the highest. It is only the 14 players under contract plus Musa Diabate because he's technically under contract too. And obviously this will grow to probably 17 once we start the season and we actually know who's like part of the two-way contracts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So this is completely subjective. I want people to know that. This isn't like us looking at stats and being like, oh, this is the best play. No, this is subjective of basically how we feel about a player, whether it's vibes, stats, uh, their off-season activities, their, what they do off the court, who they're friends with. <laughs> like This is completely subjective of how we feel about a player. When the season starts, we will do a player of the week, we probably won't go through the whole ranking system and stuff like that. We'll probably just off, off pod go. Hey, maybe on the Patreon we'll actually do the we'll we'll film or we'll record us talking about the rankings to get whoever the player of the week is. But on the actual pod, we'll just tell you who the player of the week is based on like how we calculated that. Mm-hmm. But then we will do the rankings to figure out who is the player of the month for the LA Clips Forum, and. People are like, oh, do they have to be playing the best? No, they don't. They just have to be someone we like the most. <laughs> That's basically the rule. So Norman Powell, don't be wearing Blazers gear during the regular season next year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to name a player, and then we're going we're gonna to say out loud the number we gave him, and then we'll calculate who is, so far, the LA Clips form player of the off season and then we'll do one maybe for training camp we'll do one maybe for preseason maybe training camp preseason will just be one because i feel like the same thing but yeah you have anything to add jesse did i did i cover everything you covered everything all right you seemed like at points you were like hey i want to say something but brian's talking too much no 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 i was just uh I'm still waking up, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, no. My coffee hasn't kicked in yet. No, you're good. You're good. 
All right. So Reggie Jackson, how many points did you give Reggie Jackson? I gave him. I gave him three. You gave him three points for his offseason so far. Isn't we haven't seen much of him. He has been at Paul George's wedding and he's been and he made that three from when Kawhi did that little pass and he's always smiling. And he carried the team last season going into this offseason. I'm sorry, man. I don't I don't give points that easily, you know. All right, you know what though? All right, so I'm gonna circle because I gave him 15 points out of 15. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so that's 18 points total. All right. My 15 rank goes out the trash. Uh, Norman Powell. I gave him zero points. Oh, I gave him one because I did it one through 15, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just put a one there, I guess. Yeah, uh, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris. Uh, he wants to play with his brother. I gave him five points. Oh, I gave him two points just because I feel like he's played basketball everywhere but with the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> You gave him five points. I gave him five points. I'm All right, so he has seven. I total. just said I'm the hardest person, and like I gave him five points for fucking nothing. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. I gave him ten points for going to Kawhi, going to the Padres game. Ah, uh, yeah. When I saw that, like he probably wouldn't have been ranked like five or six. I gave him fourteen points for wearing that Padres jersey. I'm. I know there's a lot of Dodger fans who are listening to this. Like, what? Sorry, I told you it's subjective and it's based on how I feel about it. Uh, so for, I gave him 14, gave him 10. So that's 24 points for Kawhi. I don't know how many people are going to beat that. All he had to do was throw up to a baseball game rooting for the team I like, you know. All right, John Wall. John Wall, I gave him 15 points. I gave him 13 points. 13? Yeah. Why so low? He's what do you been mean? Out, he's been out there in the community doing great things. He's, he's my been... third highest ranked oh, player. Oh, my goodness. He should be number one, dude. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I gave him thirteen. Gave him fifteen. Yeah, you're you're a terrible, terrible. Brian doesn't appreciate community service. That's all. That's all he's telling me right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, is that what you're saying? Okay. Uh, Paul George. Uh, I gave him five points for getting married. All right. Well. Okay. I gave him eleven <laughs> points because I feel like he's just hanging out with everybody, doing his thing. You know, like getting getting the troops ready for the next season. So I gave him eleven. How much did you give him? I gave him I gave him five points. You gave Marcus Morris five points. Did <laughs> you know what? Let me change that. I gotta I gotta make it. I get I gave him four. <laughs> <laughs> I go eight. You go eight. Okay, so he has 17 points still. I have a feeling John Wall is gonna be number one, but it is what it is. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard, I gave him 13. Oh, I gave him 12. That's 25. He's gonna be the second high. Why'd you get him so many points? Because Luke Kennard, dude. Uh, he That's get he, that that dunk. I'm just saying. He he can run over my sister. I'll for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Musa, Musa, dude. I gave him seven for being a vibe. I gave him ten for being a vibe. All right, seventeen <laughs> points. All right. Uh, Rocco, Rocco. I gave him eight points. I gave him nine for signing that contract. Damn, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nico. Nico, I gave him 10. I gave him eight for signing that contract. So 18. <laughs> uh, Boston. Brandon Boston. Uh, I gave him 10 for, for throwing the first pitch of the Sox game. No, that was Terrence Mann. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm hearing what I want to hear. I literally have my name. Like I had my clip, my my pointer over T Man. Brandon Moss I gave him three points. I gave him seven for having a decent summer league. All right. Uh Terrence Mann. Uh 10, because what I said earlier. <laughs> I gave him six <laughs> because it's just, it's the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Amir. Amir, I gave him where is he? I gave him five. I gave him but five too. Like, just because like, like I'm be like higher though. I'm gonna give him eight. All right. Well, you already gave somebody eight. Did I? You, you got yeah, I think you gave. I don't remember at this point. I think you gave Roko four. eight. All right, because I already gave Marcus Morris five. <laughs> you know you could just drop Marcus Morris's points, right? All right, uh, <laughs> Zoo. Um, I feel like Zoo, this one's, this Zoo, one's Zoo, a little Zoo, controversial. Zoo. I'm gonna give him twelve. I gave him four. four. Now I I like Zoo a lot. But in this offseason, all he's done is have a very rough uh, Euroball <laughs> game. And he did not guard Luka very well. And it's fine. It's fine. I think he'll be ready for the season. And to be honest, he shouldn't care about. But I'm just saying, we're doing offseason rankings. He hasn't had the best offseason. Okay. Okay. Hard as Brian. Sorry. Jason uh, Preston. I, I give him. Uh two for that hair i gave him three because meh <laughs> so based on these rankings john wall is the player of the offseason so far it, it's just it is what it is why he's is paying, he the why is he the player of the offseason because he's paying for people's gas dude he's he's giving out ice cream or shaved ice right yeah he's saying all the right things and yeah there's just not, and, and he's, and you know what? Reggie Jackson made that three, and the person who celebrated the loudest, John Wall. I know he's the vibe, dude. I love that guy already. He is the vibe. Second, Kawhi Leonard. Why? He's coming back from injury. Threw Reggie Jackson a really good pass for a three pointer. Also went to a Padres game. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> what the jersey hats it's college no no since the spurs sorry since yeah spurs. but he kept it and i was really hoping that Kawhi was like on mlbshop.com like in 2012 and he was just like i'm going to i'm going to make my little leonard jersey but apparently they gave it to him i was really hoping he just uh personalized that himself but uh and then luke canard is third you know, you know, he got Jared married too, and he he dunked the ball. So All right, you're telling now, Luke Kennard's off the market. Yeah, he's off the market. Dude. I'm sorry. I there's a there's a photo, and I I know I thought this was gonna be inappropriate, but we'll just talk about it on the pod, I guess. There's a photo of like with a passport and like his wife's hand on his hand, and I was like, should we Photoshop of like us <laughs> as his wife's hand on his hand, like putting the LA Cliss form logo there? But then I, I I decided against it. I, I, feel, I feel like I made the right call. It's a good move. I, I absolutely agree with you on that one. All right. So I believe Nico and Paul George are next. You know, Paul George has had a really good offseason. I feel like everybody else is like overshadowing Paul George's offseason. Like he got married. He's working out with everybody. Still a cool vibe guy. Um, and then Nico... He just signed a contract. That's as much as I saw. 
he did a Q&A on Twitter too, I guess. Oh, he did. That's what I about that. Uh, Musa and Roko both got 17. Those those dudes are just those dudes. Yeah. Uh, Roko signed the contract <laughs> and Musa had a really good summer league. He did. Uh, and he has a dopest nickname. Uh, the Moose. Um, and then Man and Zoo are next. Uh, they they they've done stuff. What's what's your uh, what's your expectation for next week? Who do you think is gonna come out for the first place next week? Oh, if we do this again, yeah, it's probably gonna still be John Wall. All right, let's slip out on second. Uh, I don't know. If, it depends if Kawhi goes to another Padres game. Uh, probably maybe Paul George will probably move up. Apparently, apparently, I'm wrong about Reggie. You know, so we'll see. Uh, I think Reggie's gonna come up next. You think you Reggie? Like Reggie's gonna do something next week. I think I think Reggie's gonna do something next week. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty sick. Uh, and then I I feel like of these rankings, uh, I, I I can't read my own writing. <laughs> then and then and then it goes Boston. It's just a giant doctor's note. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, like I. It looks like I've been taking notes this whole time, but it's just a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just been coloring in the eyebrows this whole time. It's like, uh, and then next, and I'm just naming random players. <laughs> uh, Boston's next, then Amir, and then Marcus Morris. And I'm pretty sure people are going to listen to this and be like, you know, Jesse's numbers are like inflated because he gave everyone the same amount of numbers. <laughs> and then it's Jason Preston and then Norm at the end. So. All right. So I, I, I think the number one was was right. Now, moving forward, this is the cutoff point, right? Mm-hmm. I think Norm could easily climb up. You know, I think all you can do is go up from here. I think Norm's gonna go up. I don't know, man. His response was irritating. <laughs> oh, he used to say, Hey, see, I'm wearing shorts. I'm like, Yeah, dude, you know what? Like, if you have to put an Instagram up saying, like, Yeah, I'm wearing the clipper shorts, you, you're, you're not, you're not wearing the clipper shorts before then. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a <laughs> uh, hot take machine over here, right? <laughs> Uh, in other news, the earth is round. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Norman Powell is like the things he says sometimes in response to like news that are going around is just like so off-putting at times. Well, hopefully, hopefully, he climbs up our rankings. I know these rankings <laughs> are 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 extremely uh, meaningful. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so John Wall is LA Clips Forum Player of the All Season. Uh, we will do another ranking toward training camp and preseason to see who basically was the best player there. Uh, we'll we'll constantly update you. This this will be fluid, so maybe next week we'll be like, hey, you know, this guy, a couple points there and there, you know. Do you want to preview the NBA Rivals Forum a little bit? Uh, yeah, let's do it real quick. Do you think LeBron James should take the extension and sign with the Lakers? Not until I see what they do by the next offseason. Okay. Because he could be a free agent after next. So you, you sorry, sorry, by the trade trade deadline. Sorry. Um, 
Like you think so if, think... if he if he can hold off, I'm not too sure what's what's the rule. Like, does he have to sign right there and then, or uh, I think I think he could sign it at some point during the season. Okay, anytime then. I I just um, I just think like you want to kind of get it done so he doesn't walk. Yeah, but like there's nothing for him to be enticed with that roster. Yeah, you know the one he built, right? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. I'm there too, and I think also he has to figure out like. Where does he want to be in two years when his son is available to be drafted? Like, does he just, like, stick it out in L.A.? Does, does he trust that L.A. will figure out the Russell Westbrook thing? You know, or is he like, you know, what, I'll just sign the extension. Like, the thing is, LeBron's at this point in his career where he doesn't want to waste any seasons. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make any sense for him to stay with the Lakers. I'll be honest. It doesn't. Yeah. Competitively, like it does not make any sense. That roster, I don't think it's redeemable. Um, I don't think getting Kyrie Irving's gonna be it's gonna be a big swing where I'm just they're not a scary team, even if they get Kyrie Irving. And then you trade away two picks. Um, yeah, you're not doing much. Uh I would if I was LeBron James, who already has a history of jumpy teams and doesn't give a shit about it and shouldn't give a shit about it, go somewhere and like Maybe possibly I, back to Cleveland. Cleveland, go, go go to the Knicks, and just do just be a one or two year rental, and then wait for your son to get drafted. And then you could go play for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants in the G League because that's where <laughs> your son's going to play. Uh, Jeez, dude. Uh, all right, Dream on Green wants a max contract. <laughs> that's and, and 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 apparently, I feel like I manifested this. Apparently the Pistons would be interested. It would be so stupid of the Detroit Pistons <laughs> to get a guy who puts up G League numbers at the age of thirty, whatever. Listen, he, he doesn't do. I, I, if I'm Detroit, what the f- does he do for you? <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't bring star. He, he doesn't bring like a, a fan base because everyone f- hates. D- if you're not a Warriors fan, you hate Draymond Green. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, he is past his prime. Um, did he have a prime? Debatable. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what I want, though. Do I want Detroit to do it so badly so I can see him flop? Or do you mention this before? The Warriors sign him to a max contract. And then <laughs> it just cripples the roster. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no one's going to trade for a, uh, a $30 million Draymond. Like no one's gonna do it. Oh yes, yeah. It's, the whole situation, I think, is a win-win. <laughs> it, it's it's just like let let's see what happens. Like you you could go down in history as the best defense the defensive player on a team that had Steph Curry. Go go, go right ahead. <laughs> you know, I could go down as the best defensive player on on the Warriors history if I if I played with Steph Curry. <laughs> um. All right. Do you want to preview? Uh, sports diaries for the Patreon real quick? Yeah, or do you, do you have something else you wanted to add? I was going to say, did I just hear John Cena intro? Oh, you might. Uh, I don't know. Did you? Uh, on my end? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was faintly. Like, it was just in, like, in the background. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like, John Cena's, like, walking down my hallway? <laughs> it's just, um, it's the, I breathe in the John Cena theme? <laughs> Maybe it's because you knew what I was going to bring up. All right, Jeannie Buss mm-hmm. made comments 
Oh, we're still on NBA Rivals for him. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back, yeah. really back in, really back in. Yeah. Uh, that LeBron isn't the goat, and it's MJ. She didn't say LeBron isn't the goat, but she said MJ is the goat. Which you know, a lot of Laker fans feel like it's either Kobe or LeBron, and would settle for Magic Johnson as the goats of all time, <laughs> right? Um, but she's not wrong. It's probably the most accurate thing she's ever said. <laughs> I will I will say that. I have a hot take. Oh. And this is just towards the organization itself for the Lakers. Their best player isn't Kobe. Of all time? Of all time. Who is it? Magic Johnson. You think Magic Johnson's there? I'll Magic. raise you that one. I'll raise you. I'll raise you. Okay. I'll raise you. Best player of all time in Lakers history is Kareem Abdul-Jawar. Ooh. Ooh, I like that one. All right. Yep. Yep. RIP Kobe, much respect. Uh, was a, I hated him so much, but that's because he was so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, that's how I felt about it. And apparently, Donald Sterling made it where Kobe was not going to sign with us at one point. You know, that's the most Clippers thing to happen in history. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, we'll switch to Sports Diaries. I am really bummed that Tatis is getting suspended for 80 games, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, this this one, okay. So what do you think happens with the Padres they'll, they'll, going they'll forward? Be, they'll be fine, but I, I don't know what it's going to look like moving forward, like next offseason. He has a no-trade clause. He's a young player. He has his whole career in front of him. Is this going to taint his legacy? Sure. But I, I honestly, I'm not too mad about it. It is what it is. I just don't, I just think it kind of like puts a what if cloud on the Padre season this year. Exactly. I think I agree with that last statement about the what if. Um, it's more upsetting because of the fact that you make this big move about getting Juan Soto. And you're just this offensive juggernaut, and you have the possibility of Tati's coming back. And then that's all deflated. Morality is deflated. Not morals. <laughs> morals. <laughs> my, 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 my morals are low. It just, it, it's, a, it's a huge stinker, man. Um, you're getting excited for Tati's to come back. You're, you're going to see this team fully healthy, and then it just fall. Something bad happens like that, and he's going to be gone for 80 games. Um, for the legacy of his of his career, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, he, he the way I look at it is he needs to mature. If he doesn't use this as a learning moment, then yeah, he he he's cooked in terms I, of legacy. I, yeah. So if he continues to play really well, um, after he comes back from suspension, then yeah, I think his career is going to be intact and. No one's going to have an issue with it, but I, it's just upsetting because, like, I was getting excited to see the Padres fully healthy, and then this happened, and I, I'm not even uh, – yeah, it just sucks. You're, you've been a day one Padres fan since, <laughs> since I've known you. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, before we go, are you excited for the Falcon season, or are you, are you uh, just, just there for the vibes? Gives me Desmond Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I am so stoked on him. I don't know why. I just because it's so low, low risk, high reward. He played really well for Cincinnati, and um, what I saw in the preseason, he, he looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. My 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 guy Drake London 
looked really good and then he left the game with a knee injury but apparently it's not serious i drafted him in my dynasty league so well let's let's hope he he gives me a, a decent career I, I picked him pretty high too <laughs> did you i picked him in the fourth round dang Mm-hmm. No one's gonna pick him up. <laughs> well, I think drafted. I, the way I looked at it was there's a few players I wanted at that spot, and then I was like, you know what? If I don't get him, I'm gonna be really annoyed with myself. So I'll, I'm just gonna reach. I think it's gonna move. I think London's gonna be pretty good. On that note, that was a little, a little preview of stuff that we're gonna have on the Patreon. Like, it's not gonna be in the regular podcast when we start doing the patreon but we thought we would you know do a little thing at the end there uh if you're like hey i just want you guys talking about the clippers trust me it will be like that uh moving forward it was just we just wanted to preview give you guys a heads up but some of the stuff we will talk about on the patreon mm-hmm. you can find our podcast wherever you find our podcasts uh you can find us on twitter at ellie clips forum we appreciate everybody spending your time with us because you could be doing anything with your time but you're spending it with us and we appreciate appreciate everyone who listened to the jingle at the beginning and stayed for the pod. And we appreciate everybody who's still sticking around to the end, even though we were not talking about Clippers basketball anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you have any final thoughts, Jesse, before we head out? Like and subscribe. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, and then when we release the Patreon, please, you know, sign up and do it for a month. And you're like, it's not worth the three bucks and, you know, unsubscribe. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, Trent, for the outro, and we're out. Later. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins, catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.